once again we want to greet you welcome to another live broadcast this is the voice of isaac phillips on the porter's gate online broadcast join us this morning even as we continue to look into god's heart as we continue to believe the lord for great things this is the day the lord has made we want to believe the lord this morning to help us to further push into heaven's desire intention for our life this is the 31st day of the month of december 2020 heaven has brought us thus far this is the last day of the month of the year just few hours we will be stepping into 2020 some nations some countries have already stepped into 2020 and we want to thank god for what the lord has done in our life of course the year 2020 has been a year of great trial a year of great test a year of separation if you will a year where the lord has shone forth his his glory his power and his and he will continue to reveal him and that to the nations of the world but it's also a year where the spirit of the lord has helped us to understand what matters and how to connect amen to what really speaks into the intentions of the father for our life as the church as the body of christ it's a year where we have been judged in several ways in several uh, manner and i believe that 2021 as we press further into it will usher in a time where we will have a better view a better understanding of what is demanded of us as kingdom agents as kingdom regions so this morning as we press again into the part four of this teaching we've been doing for a while basically just to equip us to strengthen us to empower us and if you will to get us ready for the days ahead of us we've been looking at how to walk in strength in engaging the days ahead of us the days before us requires that we are renewed we are empowered it demands that we undress ourselves from whatever uh, garments that has weared off the days before us demands that we bring ourselves before the lord again and get to understand what the spirit of god amen requires of us this is the day where we are entering through the straight and the narrow path right so i want to believe this morning thank you so much sister tina for joining really appreciate it this morning and any other person that will be joining us this morning of course is a great privilege to once again welcome you i want to welcome everybody i know there are people who join us but we don't see their their comments so if you're one of them i would like you to subscribe to our channel so you can you know uh, enjoy also the privilege of commenting and we can reply we can you know uh, interact even as we we preach uh, unfortunately i cannot multitask you know while preaching i was also typing at the same time but i'm sure you understand that but we want to really welcome everybody on this great platform this is our youtube channel the Lord has, you know, uh, given us an instruction that we need to shift towards uh, uh, YouTube. And we believe in God that, you know, come 2021, we might even have our own, you know, uh, platform where we can use to do the things the, the Lord will have us do. All right. There are things today that you cannot just declare and proclaim openly. All right. You may be penalized. And we're seeing that increasing I mean, on, on Facebook. And so uh, we began to pick this signal almost four months ago thereabout, and the Lord began to shift my heart towards uh, YouTube. And we want to thank God thus far, yes, 
very few people are still joining us but we've got about 37 uh subscriber we need more subscription so if you've not subscribed please do subscribe to our channel and uh this of course this this is a platform where we deal with things that speak into the core of spiritual development and spiritual maturity so i was as i was saying earlier this is a year we believe in god to give us you know better understanding and better prospect talking about 2021 so we are relaying what we define amen as values of the kingdom we are now pressing into the message of the kingdom of god christ came to preach the kingdom the disciples were given the message of the kingdom I don't know how we got it wrong that today or our idea of you know the kingdom has been limited to our denomination to our own little idea of preference and whatever we have been taught in in you know in the in the in the bible school or you know the church that we we attended no heaven is bringing his church back to that point to that place where we all amen can begin to function from one seamless you know a uh, uh, mind of christ and i think that is a good thing i'm i'm so glad when i see one or two other people or uh, begin to talk about the same thing that we're talking about in fact not just to talk about it they are also planning that come to 2021 they are all focusing on the message of the kingdom so it, that kind of give me you know if you will you know uh, 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 um, a sense of hope that you know we are also picking what the lord is speaking we're saying because when god speaks god doesn't just speak to you alone all right the messages of god is always like a broadcast but of course you have to have the right you know uh, uh, device if you will to pick that frequency you have to have the right spiritual you know uh, uh, connectivity you have to be you know rightly positioned you must have the right heart so you can pick what the lord is saying so you're not eating from you know the whatever is out there that you know everybody's eating from we want to amen, align our heart we want to follow the instructions the directions the emphasis of the spirit for our life and i believe that the you know the things that we have been you know talking about for the past couple of months it's it's a build up all right if you go back to the things we began to talk about you know seven months ago when the old you know corona thing all right began to happen and hit earth the lord gave us a word all right we we, we came out of a place of repentance to the point where the lord amen, uh, kind of carried us through the ark right and we've come to a day where we have been highlighted on a mountain called mount ararat all right and that is a kingdom dimension and it's from that point of mount ararat that we are beginning to engage life again we're engaging the earth it's from that point that the lord spoke amen to to noah to come out of the of the ark him and his family all right and we saw the first thing that noah did when they came out amen was to build what to build an altar unto god all right and those are powerful principles that we have really expanded on and i believe that many of the things that we have declared amen in those teachings will continue to speak to us and guide us even as we press further those teachings are not something you hear once and you you know you move on to the next thing those are things that we have to revisit we have to revisit often we have to go back to them again and again and again until they become part and parcel of our life that's why I always say that I'm the best listener of my own messages because I believe that I'm, I'm just a conduit, a vessel, no matter how prepared you are. The moment you begin to open your mouth to speak, 
heaven begins to speak amen, through you amen, in, a in a different dimension, a different frequency that you are not aware of. All right? Most most time, any, any, any true man of God will tell you, or woman of God, of course, will tell you that, you know, when they prepare, it's good. But when the Spirit of God takes what you have prepared, all right, to express his heart, to express his mind, that itself brings liberation to you, amen, as a vehicle, as an instrument. And that's why I, that's what that's what I love about all right, how God speaks, you know, through through me. Because I mean, sometimes I like am I the one saying that? Of course, I'm not the one. It's just the Holy Spirit using what you have prepared is good to prepare. Preparation is important as we had, you know, getting ourselves ready for 2021. All right, we've prepared. I've prepared, I've I've been asking the Lord to give us clarity and direction, all right? And God will give us, you know, you know, a, a direction regarding how he wants us to, to move. But the nitty-gritty, amen, of the movement comes via his spirit. Let those who have the ears hear what the spirit is saying. So, there is, there is that sense of obedience, amen, while you are walking with God. God said to Abraham, walk with me and be perfect. The perfection is not just the accumulation of knowledge and, and the revelation that we have received, but the application within amen your journey with god and i think that is something all right that we cannot outgrow that we cannot uh you know say to ourselves that we have arrived no because as the as we walk with god he opens our eyes to see he opens our ears to hear as i'm as i'm proclaiming and declaring this thing i hear new things i like okay that's a that's a that's a that's why sometimes when i preach when i'm declaring you hear me say wow that's that's a good one god that, that's a good one lord yes because he drops truth in our heart truth is a progressive you know revelation truth is a progressive revelation all right so this morning by god's grace we are going to continue all right on the part four of this teaching that we have begun to look into in terms of you know pressing into the kingdom amen receiving the kingdom but more so in the context of amen receiving the strength that is required of us like we said yesterday all right the strength that we want to receive is not just to go fight a devil the strength we want to receive amen is to be able to press in is to be able to enter and we're going to look at that scripture again in, in luke chapter 16 we read that as a foundational scripture all right that the days that we live in requires that we do one thing we press into the kingdom there are two words heaven has given to us all right two words heaven has given to us the first word amen is to press into the kingdom the second word all right came via you know my interaction with uh, uh, uh elder williams and you know uh, uh, you know a community group called you know cac all right yes cac is a uh, 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 city apostolic you know uh, 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 you know council all right they, they deal with the spiritual sphere of nations and cities how god is moving what god is saying regarding society nation all right god's intention so we had a meeting uh, 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 a few days ago, it was a Sunday, all right? In that meeting, another word came, all right? Is, and that word is that we are receiving a kingdom. So that, that re-emphasized the things the Spirit of God, amen, is saying to us. And it's important that we mention this thing sometimes, all right? So that people will understand that we are not just one highland somewhere, all right? No, we are interconnected with other spiritual streams, all right? And that's something that we want to develop as a culture of the kingdom of God. That when we pick something, when we hear something, all right, that confirm what God is saying or that is new to us, let's not be amen, ashamed, let's not be, you know, afraid, let's not feel as if, okay, that thing comes from us. No, 
a revelation, amen, is something that can be integrated into our life via relationship. Did you hear what I just said? Revelation is something that can be integrated into our life via relationship. So the people we, we relate to, all right, matters because we all want to drink from the same brook, from the same well. We all want to be partaker, amen, of the same grace. And we thank God, amen. I thank God that I'm, I'm, I, I am among you know, some of the best people on earth in terms of, you know, a sense of understanding of what the Lord is doing. And and uh, so we are looking into all of this. So those are two words that we are going to be building on. We want to further press in. We want to further understand, amen, what the kingdom of God is. So what I've been doing in the past few days, amen, is basically to give us, if you will, scalable principles, you know, just, you know, uh, uh, if you will, you know, the, 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 the elementary, all right, the, the elementary aspect, basic things that we need to note, we need to understand, all right, if we are truly going to engage the, king, the, the, the things of God, amen, the principles of God, amen. And I remember, I'm not sure if it was the first day or the second day, I said we cannot access the kingdom of God without the revelation of Christ in our life. We cannot access, amen, the kingdom of God without the revelation of Christ. Christ is the key into his kingdom, all right? The Bible says, except the man be born again. You can only be born again when you accept Christ into your life, all right? Not religion, not traditions of men, all right? Not churchialism, no, no, no. Christ, hallelujah. And that, that is something very, very crucial, all right? That a lot of us, amen, have, have, have invited all kinds of things, but not Christ. We've invited religion, tradition. We've invited, you know, you know, a denomination. We've invited, you know, theology. We've invited, some, some of us have even invited doctrines, all right? But the revelation of Christ, the revelation of Christ is not sitting, all right, as not, as not really dawn upon us. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, is a new creation. Those are things, all right, that we normally will assume as, you know, you know, primary, as, you know, un unimportant. No, but those are the strong, amen, foundation that the king, that the things of God, that the principle of the kingdom are built upon. All right. If 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 our understanding of redemption and salvation are not well seated, are not well secure in the very structures and the in the very culture of our spiritual identity, then we cannot build anything major of the kingdom, amen, into such a life. They cannot, they cannot impart, they cannot bring into your life, amen, the things that will allow you to go on with God. Alright, so it's 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 precept upon precept, line upon line, a little here, a little there. And I like to do that, alright. I like to emphasize the various levels and sphere of the things of the spirit. Even as a prophet, I know that's something that most prophets really do not focus on, alright. And I thank God for the grace. I think is is the exposure, alright, that that you know that the Lord, you know brought into my life through you know you know those who are into teaching into the ministry of a teacher all right seldom you have you know prophets who are given the grace all right to also teach you know sound doctrine and i th i thank god that i've i've not just you know limited myself all right to just one aspect of the prophetic i want to be amen a kingdom person meaning that every aspect of god's counsel amen every 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 reality every sphere amen of 
our spiritual life. I, I want to be a master in those things so that we can grow into what is called, amen, the, 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 the fullness of Christ. We can't grow into the fullness of Christ, like I said yesterday, if we're emphasizing one aspect, all right, if we're major, majoring on just one area, one, one sphere, all right, one, one sector. No, we have to understand the seven dimensions of God, the seven spirit of Christ, hallelujah. There has to be a completion, amen, of all the parts of, 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 of what of what Christ means and represent, amen, to us, amen, as, as individuals, to us as a community, and of course to us, hallelujah, as a nation of God in the earth. We have to believe God, and those, those are principles of the kingdom. All right, that we are not limited to just one sphere. All right, and that is why we have to interact with people. We have to meet with others. Amen. We have to. We, we have to. We have to force ourselves to relate with other people. I'm not just talking about any kind of people. No, no, no. I'm not talking about any kind of relationship. But there are people God has given sight. There are people God has given Amen grace in understanding into certain dimension that you may not necessarily have. And even if you have it, it's always important to go to those people. Amen. And cross check, amen. And 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 weigh again what heaven has given to you. All right. And, and that is something that we have to believe God to help us to do. That is basically moving out of churchialism. You know, church people like to keep things for themselves. You know, we 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 hold that revelation. Even if that revelation has become obsolete, we, we keep it for ourselves. It's like, yes, this is the only weapon we have because we are insecure. All right? When the Lord delivers us from the, the position of you know insecurity, it's easy for us to inter interconnect and relate. All right, the fact that somebody knows better than you does not mean, Amen, that the person is better than you. It just means that person has got sight and light in one area of, of life that you don't have, and it's 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 not a difficult thing to go and say, look, I need light in that area. Or you understand? There are people that I I I you know I, I seek I seek relationship with them because I know that they've got certain things that if I can carry if I can carry what heaven has given to me all right and align it in the relationship with that with what they have I would do better and that's how God amen has, has designed this work amen God doesn't give us everything he's giving us each other is giving us each other and we must understand how we can walk together you see uh, th this is not something that you know uh, i had in mind but you see this is god speaking now it's something we have to believe god for amen we have to see the grace in other people acknowledge them amen and and help that grace amen to shine better all right and not seek to hide it and not seek to ignore it and not pretend as if you know what that person is saying means nothing to you meanwhile you know that that person has added to you now that is a position of deception. We want to um, we want to confront every form of deception, every form of falsehood in our life. We want to um, brutally, we want to aggressively confront those areas because if we don't, we will remain in the outer court of church. We'll be doing church till Jesus come. No, we want to be people. I hope you understand that church, church, church message is not going to bring Christ back. It is the kingdom message and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached to the ends of the earth then shall the end come 
So you can see what we're doing is to fast track the coming of our Lord. Amen. By by realigning, by drawing our attention back to what matters. Amen. And not not preaching things. Amen. That only maintain people in church. That only you know give people you know a sense of satisfaction. But they know themselves. Amen. That they are not being fulfilled. That's why people hop from here to there. That's why people jump around. That's why people are because people are searching. They are looking for. But if we begin to you know if we begin to preach kingdom. The unadulterated message of the kingdom. If we start preaching that, people will sit, people will grow, people will develop, and they will be deployed, amen, into their field of assignment. We won't have all these divisions we have in the body of Christ. We won't have all this fighting, all this, you know, you know, you took my member. To, now, when we understand kingdom, we understand that we have no member, all right? Everybody, amen, is deployed via the grace of God. When God sees that, amen, the grace he has given to you, amen, has fulfilled the counsels of God in the life of somebody, God will tell you, alright, you, it's time to move to the next. You've got to understand that in the kingdom there is division of labor. Where the Lord will help us. But like I said, I don't want us to go deeper into some of these things. Right now, I want us to really kind of lay some foundation. And many of these things that we're talking about, we've, we've emphasized on them before. But now what we want to do, amen, as we press into a day where we are building, you know, a, a, a pillars and we're bu building, you know, a, a capitals in the house of God, amen, strength where we want to build, you know, a, a, a resource center, amen, that will equip people, that will empower people and that will give people all the necessary, you know, resource that is needed, amen, to go out there and represent, amen, the order of God, the intentions of God and carry out their, their calling and their purpose. This is what we want to do and I think that is what Christ, amen, will have us do. So if you're joining us, amen, once again, you, you get to understand what our ministry represent all right we have pastored for several years all right god has taken us out of pastoring a local church all right to pastoring the body of christ amen and of course in doing that we have people all right who have said we want they want us amen to you know to to mentor them to build them up okay and we're doing that and we're doing that all right virtually but i'm believing god that amen in this new season that is upon us that we'll be able to you know meet some of our people all right face to face will be able to, you know, shake their hands and encourage them and impart their life, amen, and build them up, all right? And, and that is very important because we see Paul also do that, all right? There will, there will be a time we have to move from place to place to encourage and build and empower, amen, and resource people. And I'm hoping that we'll be able to do that, amen, in this coming year as the Lord resource us. But this morning, amen, let's deal with the business of today. Let's go back to Luke chapter 16. Thank you, Father. We establish this principle, very important. We establish this principle, I want to read it again. In Luke chapter 16, we said, The law and the prophets were until, that's a key word there, until John. The law and the prophets, the law and the prophet, amen, was, was a, a dimension of life. Everything that humanity represent, of course, through, amen, the nation of Israel. The nation of Israel was a prototype of God's, you know, a, a prophetic a, a, a expression in the earth. In other words, God God wanted the nation of Israel to be the expression, the if you will, the representative of, of, his, of his counsel, of his desire, of his intention, amen, of his speaking, amen. Everything that God wanted to do in the earth, amen, were done through, amen, the nation of Israel. That's the principle of God. 
That's why in a, in a home, God chooses the man. All right, the man is the head of the home. All right, that doesn't that doesn't reflect, you know, or or or, or speak into control. No, that speaks into responsibility. That speaks into responsibility. And I don't understand how people today want to talk about responsibility and, 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 and accountability. And they are downplaying. They, in fact, not just even downplaying, they are totally destroying amen, the position, the place of the man as the head of the home. That is what we see today in the, in the, in the new age, in the so-called progressive society. All right? That the man is no longer relevant in terms of you know, expressing leadership and bringing direction. All right? and, and, and all of these dis deceptions and the lies that the enemy has thrown to society. You understand? Of course, has caused society to cascade. We are seeing it all around. So if, if society wants peace, they want joy, they want rest, amen, you have to go back to the divine order there's a divine order all right that the earth everything all right that is created even that which we do not see amen walk through certain order and that's why people study science to to study patterns to study all right how things work to see how amen you know physics science or you know uh, chemistry all of this thing biology everything is integrated but there is always one that supply there is always one all right that gives direction that gives leading all right you will see it in everything so why do we think, all right, that that is so strange? Well, but that's just by the way, but that's something we have to we have to think about. God is a God of order. Now, I I, I brought that out to say that, all right, when God wanted to reach the nations and bless the nation, he, he, he chose a man, Abraham, and through Abraham, all right, he chose a nation. That, that is God's intention, all right, and that is a principle of of the priesthood. Okay, God does not God doesn't move without a priesthood, without a man finding one that represent that he can ask you know in the garden when 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 man abdicated his position amen and, and fell amen to to the to the works to the lies of the enemy when god came into the garden god did not say adam and eve where are you god said adam where are you he was calling the man because he placed the man in charge all right we like it or not that principle will not change cannot change there is always why do we have a man the president of a nation why do we have you know somebody as the head amen of of a company because there is order all right if something goes goes wrong we go for amen the person in charge so why is it that today when we say the man is the head of the home that becomes an issue that becomes an issue of you know a, a, a violation of right that, no no Let, let's understand what the lord amen has put in place so that our life can function within the structure of his divine intention all right so the nation of israel was supposed to be amen that you know a, a nation that represent the priesthood of god to other nation all right so the bible says that, that you know the law and the prophets that is that concept of the law and the prophet was the principle of the pattern by which amen god's god's voice amen god's plan god's intention amen access the earth amen walk through people's life amen the law and the prophets all right were a system that governed the earth that ruled the earth amen and the bible says they they function until john until john so when John the Baptist was born, God changed the order. God changed the system. And I hope somebody is hearing this and understand this because this is very critical. All right. Uh, the fact that, you know, 
time time had spanned the fact that all right uh this happened you know four thousand years ago or this happened in, in you know in an era in a civilization that is no longer in existence does not mean that the values the principles amen of, of that expression of that declaration amen has ceased to be no the things of the spirit, amen, are, you know, are, 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 you know, at 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 way, amen, and 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 lives beyond, amen, you know, history. All right, what 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 God have set in place, they are eternal laws; they cannot be changed. So what I'm saying is, amen, the law and the prophet, amen, ruled and reigned. We married, we lived life, we sent our children to school, grew up, amen. We became kings and prophets. All right, we 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 discover things under the banner of what is called the law and the prophet until a prophet was born his name was john so john became amen the opening the opening of a of of, of the door amen into a new day into a new into a new season so from john we begin to see a transition amen into a new day into a new order into a new you know era of life and, and i think that is something that we cannot downplay no matter, amen, the challenges and the and the trials, amen, and the weakness of John, he opened the door of a new day. John was a potter. He opened the door, amen, into a new understanding about the things of God, about the ways of God, about the counsels of God, amen, amen, about heaven invading the earth. That was John for you. So John wasn't just a, a prophet who was declaring things, amen, who was fighting the system of the day he also came to open the door for amen a, a, a new voice if you will the demand of god the intentions of god amen in the progressive reality of redemption amen to be ushered into the earth that was john the baptist so the law and the prophets were until john then the next word says the, the, the next word says since that time until john since that time of john amen the kingdom of god they didn't say the church they didn't say, amen, the kingdom of man. They said the kingdom of God is preached. The word preach, amen, means to bring good news. Amen, to bring good news, to declare good news. The kingdom of God, amen, is declared. The kingdom of God is aroused. The kingdom of God is proclaimed. The kingdom of God, amen, is taught. The kingdom of God is preached. Now, when the kingdom was preached, people have the what? They have the responsibility to do what? To respond. Now, we saw something how people in the day of John responded, amen, to this message of the kingdom. Because there were other kingdoms. There were other realities, amen, that were proclaiming themselves as kingdom. So, we saw something here that is very important that I think, amen, still speak to how we ought to be responding, amen, to the principles of the kingdom today. The Bible says, amen, the kingdom of God is preached and every man... And every man, I like the emphasis, every man. The word every man there means individually. Every individual. So this is not, you know, the church, everybody is allowed to come. Just come. But when it comes to the kingdom, we have to make conscious, deliberate choice to enter. Conscious, deliberate, personal choice to enter. Everyone is invited, but not everyone will make it in. Have you noticed that the Bible says that except a man, amen, believe in his heart and confess with his mouth that Jesus is Lord, the person is not saved. Yes, as simple as that, yet so complex. 
because that demands amen a place where you put your you put your will into action you will to enter the kingdom of god you bring yourself under the foot of the cross you you make a decision a conscious decision you see so when people give their life to Jesus, it, it, it must not be something that they do, amen, out of zeal. They do out of fear. They do, you know, because they don't want to go to hell. Uh, you understand? People must understand what it entails, all right? What it requires, amen, to, to you know, to, to enter. Because entering the kingdom of God is an invitation. And this invitation is open, is clear. What is required of you? Entering the kingdom, amen, is an invitation that tells you the kind of dress code amen that you that you must that you must wear you cannot just come the way you are maybe you come the way you are but if you're going to enter they will ask you to undress and they will allow you amen to to wear something that is required that is accorded amen that is that you know that becomes the if you will the language the uniform of the kingdom you cannot just come and do your own thing you can do that in, in, you know, in other kingdom, but not in the kingdom of God. There are laid down values, principles, and we have to teach that. We have to let the people know that when you say you're coming into the kingdom of God, you're not just coming to a church. Right? Coming into the kingdom is not just about being enrolled, being baptized into a church. A lot of people have been baptized into a church, but they're not baptized into Christ. They're not baptized into his truth yet. Yes. So we have to, you know, the, the point has come that we declare these things, we proclaim this thing. A lot of people tonight, all right, will be going to all kinds of places, amen, to go pray, all right. They will call they call it crossover service, all right. And people will do all of that, but give them three days, three days after. In fact, three days is, is too much. Two days, uh, you know, hours after they are back into their old self, all right? Because what what they are looking for is an escape that an escape that they are not determined, amen, to maintain via the principles of of truth. The things of God, amen, are approached via the principles of truth. You have to be honest. You have to, amen, you have to know what you're doing. You have to count the cost. They say, who wants to build a house that will first not sit down to count the cost if you have what it takes to finish it? So finishing, amen, must be at the back of our mind when we begin to build. Finishing has to be what motivates our starting point. A lot of people want to carry out projects. They want to do things. All right, they put the money aside. This is what I want to do. But because that project has not, has not, has, has not yet, the time of that project has not yet come. They start going there, start picking from that money, start picking from that money. When the time for the project to begin, is it that they have no more money? Or oh, well, the, the, they were able to buy half things and then it stopped there. You see, that is not uh, one who has, you know, who has counted the cost. When you count the cost of something, you think of the end before you begin. You think of finishing. If you cannot, if you don't have the wisdom, the knowledge, the ability, amen, to want to finish, don't start. Now, that is something we have to teach people, all right, when we say we are approaching the things of God, the things of the kingdom of God, all right, that, you know, as you begin to walk into the realities of the kingdom, there will be challenges, there will be resistance, all right? Uh, 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 there's something that I wrote down this morning, by the way. Let me just quickly read it. Uh, this, 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 this was not supposed to be connecting to this message, but while I'm speaking about this, I think the Lord will have me you know, read it, all right? Listen to this. 
principle of entering and understanding the kingdom of God. That's 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 the, that's the you know uh, the caption that I put it, and I and I made the statement. I said certain doctrinal errors have become a major stronghold within our lives. Certain doctrinal errors, doctrinal. You know, when something is a doctrine, is is taught. It is taught. You believe it. Certain doctrinal errors have become a major struggle. Now, what is a struggle? A struggle is, is, is a belief system that has become an attitude all right, that makes you see or think in a particular way. Even if that thing, amen, is wrong, if it's a struggle, you believe is right. That is a struggle. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, I said struggle defines how we see. They build what we term to believe everybody believes in something but most time amen because we don't query we don't question our you know our our sense of belief our root of belief amen and how we came by to believe in something when you say you believe in something how did you arrive at that point of what you believe most time we don't query that we don't question that in fact we've come to realize that many of the things that we claim we believe amen are all traditional passed down to us they are all traditions and we have tradition too in the church in the body of christ amen that are not necessarily you know established on the principle of truth all right so we're dealing with something very important here struggle defines how we see it defines amen the terms of our belief what you believe is the most powerful weapon you have. What you believe is the most powerful weapon you have. And of course, can also be the most vulnerable position that you have that will weaken you spiritually. In other words, when you believe in the wrong thing, you never grow to, to become strong spiritually. Because your belief, which has become part of your life, amen, defines you know, how you see things, how you come to conclusion, defines your narrative, all right? Now, this is very important because if we don't have the right sense of belief, okay, even if we are declaring what sounds like the truth, what, what feels like the truth, it has no root to hold because our, our foundational belief, the root of our foundation is error. So I said certain doctrinal errors have become a major struggle within our lives, now we don't want we don't want to live our life amen, in that order of life. So let's go on. I need to quickly finish. Thank you, Father. I need to quickly finish this because uh, I don't intend to waste our time this morning. All right. So let's go back to uh, that scripture we're reading, Luke uh, uh, chapter chapter sixteen. All right. The law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God is preached. And every man press it into it, press into it. And I remember, amen, defining or looking at the, 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 the root word, the root word to press into it. And that word, amen, means, uh, you know, to, 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 to be hazel is a, is a, is an, is an Hebrew word. All right. To be hazel means to force your way, to force your way through, all right, to, to press it through the crowd. All right. All right, to be determined to go through something is, is like the same word that defines a breakthrough to break through into something you have to you have to move against the resistance to be able to have access that is a behazel to press into it and i like that because the scripture says everyone press into it so you're not gonna enter the kingdom amen just by a wish 
the thing remember that entering the kingdom and we're going to be dealing with it, with this concept next year because there are two things we're talking about amen the bible says everyone press into it so the question is what are we pressing into in the kingdom what is it that we are pressing to, to, to gain, to understand? Because we don't press into just an empty, you know, a sphere, an empty, you know, a, a, a space. The kingdom is not some empty space because I think the idea many people have about the kingdom of God is some, you know, big, you know, a, a timeless space where you're just floating somewhere. No, we're pressing into certain belief, certain values, certain standard, amen, certain understanding that defines to us, amen, how God and, and, his, and, his, and his kingdom, amen, functions. We want to live within the attitude, within the culture, within the you know uh, uh, the, the, the 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 sanctity, amen, of who Christ is. We want to walk, amen, in that dimension of that which is called the economy of God. All of this we have to press into. To press into it means we have to fight, amen, the wrong values right, that we have imbibed. We have to cast down. We have to you know reject certain standards and systems, all right, that has become part of our life that will not allow us to press into the kingdom we have to consciously identify them amen and challenge those things that is pressing into the kingdom you have to understand what what the kingdom of god is if you, if you don't understand what the kingdom of god is how do you take possession how do you take delivery if you don't know what you want amen how do you know that you have it and when when you when you don't know where you're going how do you know that you have arrived So we have to look at all of these things to, uh, to, to have amen, a clear understanding of because when you say you have arrived in the kingdom, you've got to be able to define your arrival. Everyone press into it. What are we pressing into? Everyone press it into it. We're pressing into the revelation of Christ. And in that revelation, all right, there are departments, there are dimensions, there are spheres all right, that we have to understand. When we come into Christ, Christ begins to show us. Have you noticed that that was happening in the book of Revelation? The revelation of Jesus all right, began to lead John into other revelation. It is the revelation of Jesus. It is in the context of the revelation of Jesus that John understood the revelation of the beast. That John understood the revelation, amen, of Babylon. That John understood the revelation, amen, of, of you know, of, you know of, of the war that is going to take place. It's, it's from that revelation that John understood creation, humanity, and all of the things that we call eschatology or end time. It is through the revelation of Christ. The revelation of Christ, amen, is the key point. Amen. Is the portal, is the leeway to understanding, hallelujah, creation and every other thing. We cannot talk about end time. We cannot talk about, amen, the even the coming of Christ if we don't understand the revelation. The, Christ has to be revealed to us. Now, when we understand, amen, the revelation of Christ, then we begin to understand how the kingdom of God function within christ i remember saying years ago all right and i'm sure many of you have heard me made this proclamation all right that you know kingdoms requires that a king rules meaning that the king must sit within the kingdom to rule all right but in the in the in the dimension of the kingdom of god the kingdom itself is within christ the kingdom itself is within christ all things amen came from him and it's been sustained through him 
So Christ is not just sitting on some physical throne somewhere, all right, in a physical sphere somewhere called heaven. Heaven is in Christ. As kingdom is in Christ. As the word says, eternity is in us. Ah. I know those are things that will require a sense of maturity to understand. The point is, what is your vision of Christ? What is your understanding of who the Messiah is? Of the increase of his kingdom and reign. Of the increase of his government and peace. There shall be no end. Just think of you know, the kingdom ever growing. If the kingdom is ever growing in an everlasting reality. So how does Christ reign within that ever increasing kingdom? Because he himself, amen, fills all things. According to the scripture of Colossians, he fills all things. All things doesn't fill him. He fills all things. Maybe that will bring liberation to some of us in the, in the sense of our understanding. So that is something that, all right, we have established. Everyone is pressing from the day of John the Baptist. John opened a new order of life, a new portal. And we are pressing into a dimension of life, amen, that is leading us, exposing us, revealing to us what the kingdom life is. Now, before I go further, I'd like to read the scripture in Proverbs chapter 29, 18. Many of us know the scripture, but i like to read it. They say, where there is no revelation where there is no vision all right this is not the vision of trying to you know build it you know build a, a, a three-story building or start a business you know or, or, yeah that may speak into that or you know try to you know start another church in in, in washington dc you know you've got a branch uh, in in uh, in somalia now you want to start another one in ghana from ghana that you want to go to liberia and start another church and you've got a vision for all of this that's nice but this is not what the scripture is talking about where there is no amen ascended revelation amen of christ my people perish for lack of knowledge. That knowledge is, amen, is the revelation amen, of God's counsel, of intention, of God's purpose. Where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. My people perish for lack of vision, for lack of revelation. This revelation earlier is the sustaining power that keeps us amen, moving and advancing even in days of great resistance. Where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. I was checking that word restrain here, you know, this morning. It means, amen, the ability to hold back, to have a, a sense of self-control, all right? Not to be overcome or be overpowered by the external attack, amen, regarding something that you want to see happen. You want to see, amen, manifest. We need restraint. Restraint, amen, uh, becomes relevant to us when there is a sense of focus, a sense of objective, a sense of achievement, a sense of direction. But once we have lost a sense of direction, we have no sense of what is happening, where we're going. We have no, we have no eternity in view. The scripture says we cast off restraint because we have nothing to live for. We have nothing to live for. And I'm not just talking about nothing to live for in, in the sense of, you know, like I said earlier on, you, you have a plan. You want, you want something to carry. That is good. But that is not the, the, the essence. Once you have a revelation of God or, or, or Christ, amen, within something you want to achieve. In other words, let's assume I need to start a church in, uh, uh, in Soweto. All right. The question is, what is the revelation? What's the 
intention of Christ regarding that church in Soweto. Because the church in Soweto is different from the church, amen, in Santin. Yes, it's this different. They, they all carry amen, uh, an expression of worship and honoring God and glorifying God and prayer. But, amen, their, their objective, their core objective differs. Now, that core objective is defined, amen, by the voice of Christ. Is defined, amen, by what the Lord wants to see manifest in Soweto. You understand? Or if you will, maybe Paul of Frenjung, the year that I live. God has a council, a purpose for every church. No churches are two the same. Just like no two human beings are the same. But each of those churches, amen, have amen, a, a, a place of convergence. Church A, Church B, Church C must have a place of convergence. Even though they have various unique identity and expressions. Just like the human body. If that is not clear to us, guess what? You are going to cast off restraint. You are going to lose a sense, amen, of, of advancement. You, the, the enemy is going to weary you. The enemy will tire you out, amen. He will cause you to be tired. They say, when you are running with men on foot and you're complaining and you're getting tired, what would you do in the day you are demanded to start running with horses? Just imagine that. You will say that is an unfair race. <laughs> How does a man run with a horse? That is an unfair race. But guess what? There is a power. Hallelujah. There is a power that heaven, amen, is, is bringing down. There is a power that they are investing into, amen. A called out ones. A people who have, appre who have apprehended life, the revelation of Christ. Who have been apprehended, amen. There is a spirit that is coming upon them called the spirit of Elijah. And one of the dimensions of the spirit of Elijah is the ability to outrun a chariot. That is the spirit, amen, that John had. When you have that kind of grace in your life, you are able to outwit, you are able to outdo, you are able to outrun your enemy. You are able, hallelujah, to break through, amen. You are able to, you know, break through barriers. You are able to press into dimensions and reality. You are able to, you know, be hassle. You are able to be hassle things. You break forth, you break through. Like, like, like those men, mighty men, amen, chief men of David, hallelujah, broke through the camp, amen, went in, went in among the Philistines, got water for, you know, for their master, David. It's a mindset we have to develop. But if you don't, if you have not seen God's intention, you don't develop capacity, there's no motivation. That's what I'm talking about, that if we are going to press in, and say we want to be a people who are going to be receiving the kingdom, amen, in the coming season. We have to understand the revelation of what we're coming into. We have to enter, amen, this dimension where we have a revelation. An ascended, amen, understanding so that we don't cast off. We don't cast away, amen, our restraint. We don't throw caution into the air. We don't live our life as if we have no sense of purpose. We don't live our life because, amen, some people shut down the church and they say you can't do X, Y, Z. And then you also fold your hand and say, well, it's impossible. No, that you begin to see all the various spheres and grace, hallelujah, and capacity that heaven has given to you. And you rule, hallelujah. They say rule down in the midst of that enemy you execute the judgment of god that is written why because your life is not limited hallelujah by the environment 
You are not captured by the spirit of the age. You are not captured, amen, by the challenges of time. You are not ca captured, amen. You are not locked in. You are not imprisoned, amen, by what men say. Your words are there and your position of life, amen, goes beyond, amen, the declarations and the proclamations of men. Our battle is the battles of words. The enemy will speak. So you also must speak. As, as, as Goliath spoke, this day your head will be given. All right? To, you know, to be, will be fed David to the vultures. So did David spoke. This day I will feed your head to the vultures. What do you believe? You see the issues of belief and faith again. When we don't understand this, we're, we're going to cast off restraint. Because the further we press into the realities of the kingdom, the more fierce the battle. The most fierce, amen, the challenge. The more attack, amen, we're going to get. The more resistance, amen, we're going to get, amen. The more the enemy is going to try to make life miserable for us. The more he will attack our finance, attack our home, attack our marriage, attack our children, attack everything that he knows. Will make us feel weak. The enemy knows what will easily make you feel weak. So if you have not made up your mind in those areas, guess what? That becomes your weak link. So we have to understand, amen, the, the, the principle of pressing into the kingdom life. When we develop the strength to press in, then we are able to, amen, cross to the other side. So that is something we have established. And I felt the Lord will have us, you know, just, you know, look at that again. And I remember yesterday saying that Jesus, according to Isaiah 40. In the 42, we saw a powerful principle that Jesus, amen, showed us there. Let me see if I can quickly open, open to that, Isaiah 42. Thank you, Father. Yeah, in Isaiah 42, here's the word of the Lord. Here is, here is my servant in whom I uphold. They're giving us a description. They're giving us, amen, a kind of you know understanding of the character life remember christ is our model yes christ is the pattern son so isaiah began to show us remember isaiah was writing this you know <laughs> you know hundreds of years before jesus was born he saw something about amen the prophetic nature and that is that's the beauty of you know living amen within the atmosphere of of a prophetic spirit you will see things you will know things all right understanding will be given to you regarding something that has not even been born he said before this thing was born i already told you there are things the spirit of god will begin to you know minister to us about that the mind cannot even comprehend now. You will say things and proclaim things that people will be looking at you be wondering, what, what are you talking about? They cannot comprehend because, because the things that you are proclaiming and declaring, amen, it's outside of their experiences, outside of their time, it's outside of the seasons. Some of the things that we're proclaiming today, we've declared them years back. All right? And back in those days, people were wondering, what are you talking about? They cannot relate to it because amen, people are not connected, amen, not just to spiritual things, but to the prophetic reality of spiritual things. When we're connected to the prophetic realities of spiritual things, I mean, the scripture we're, written, we're reading today, we're written, amen, you know, thousands of years ago, thousands of years ago. I mean, the entire, you know, you know, program of God on earth, amen, is about 7,000 7, years. So within the 7,000 years, we've seen things happen, all right, 
that, you know, are dumbfounded men. What are you talking about? I mean, when you read the book of Isaiah, it's like this man is describing Jesus Christ. And Isaiah, you know, is writing, is writing something that will happen, amen, you know, you know, 2,000 years after him. That is the spirit of the prophetic. And when you have the spirit of the prophetic and you allow, amen, the Lord to guide you, it will show you things. That's why most times, you know, prophets always look foolish. They look stupid. Like, not because they are foolish or stupid, but because the things they are saying does not live within the confines of the time that they're declaring those things. Jesus stood, I, I, I told us this scripture, you know, share this scripture sometimes. Uh, Jesus stood at the gate of Jerusalem and he was weeping. He was weeping for something that will happen, not tomorrow. He was weeping for something that will take place, amen, not two months time, not three years time. He was weeping for something earlier that will happen, amen, 70 AD after his departure. Think about that. You cannot understand, amen, the ways of the spirit. And that's why it's difficult for people to understand, you know, true prophets. True prophets, not just charlatans, you know. True prophets, their life is like, it's like an enigma. It's a mystery. And even they themselves don't understand themselves. That's why sometimes, you know, you find them, they're weeping, they're crying. You know, they, they are, they're disorientated. Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes you, we want to understand what we're talking about. But it's strange. It's difficult to understand. Because you only understand what is revealed to you. How many times, as Jeremiah said, you deceived me, Lord. <laughs> I thought this is how this thing is going to pan out. They say, sorry, it doesn't work that way. Yes, you deceived me, Lord, he said. <laughs> how many times did Job thought he got it right? Only to discover that I missed it. You always find that aspect about the prophets, even though they are declaring things that are sound, amen, that are, that are, you know, from the very heart of God, from the, they themselves cannot comprehend. They cannot accept what they declare. They're given sight. You will say things that you, 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 you will almost say to yourself, I wish I never said that thing. <laughs> I wish I never said that thing. But guess what? It's not about you. That is why the greatest asset of a prophet, amen, is a pure heart, purity of heart, purity of motive. When you say things, amen, that are, that are born from the bowels of purity, purity of intention, you don't have an agenda. You know, I don't, I don't declare the word of God, you know, with somebody at the back of my mind or with an agenda. No, if you do that, you compromise the word of God. So it's always important that we purge our mind, we purge ourselves. I said the greatest asset amen, of a prophet is the purity of his mind, of his heart. That's the greatest asset. It's not, it's not his revelation. It's not amen, you know, the size of his church or ministry or whatever. No, it's the state of his mind and heart. Because that's all God needs to speak. Alright? So... They're giving us a powerful spiritual standard here. Here is my servant in whom I will uphold, in, in whom I uphold. My chosen one in whom amen, I delight. So God is upholding anyone that can, that can function in this dimension that was proclaimed and declared amen, as a standard of a life of the Messiah. Remember he said, amen, as he is, so we are. We must reflect. People have thought when the, the scriptures say, as he is, so we are, that that is speaking about his, his, his deity. No, you can never be Christ. We are not gods. But we pursue, amen, a life that reflects, amen, his character. 
his values, his attitude. He said, let this attitude be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. That doesn't make you a God. Have you noticed the way I preach? I try to bring balance. I try to bring direction. I try to bring, you know, insight. Yes, while I give you that prophetic dimension, in that, in that prophetic reality, there is doctrine there. There is balance there. I think that is the way the Lord will have us move and progress even as we engage, amen, the days before us. So we don't overemphasize one truth to the point, amen, where we go into error. All right? So it says, this is the one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit in him, said the Lord, verse 3 of Isaiah 42. I will put my spirit on him, amen, and he will bring justice to the nations. So we're seeing a pattern here. He will bring justice to the nation. The nations today that looks crazy. That looks like can anything good ever come. There's a dimension of a life. Amen. That, 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 that reflects the spirit of Christ. When God sees that. Amen. Manifest in the life of those that are called the saints. Amen. The remnants. God will begin to bring justice to the nation. And that doesn't mean that everybody will love you. That doesn't mean because we have this idea that, all right, when our life is approved by God and we're doing what pleases God, suddenly we are exempted from persecution. We're exempted from lack. We're exempted from, you know, a, a resistance. No, in fact, it is the opposite. The more you get to be approved by God, the more the world will hate you. Why? Because they hate light. So don't think the fact that you declare these things, people are going to love you suddenly. No, they're going to hate you. They hated Jesus for standing for truth. They killed Stephen, amen, for standing for the truth. All of the apostles, amen, were all killed for standing for truth, for justice, for righteousness. Because their definition, the world definition of justice and righteousness is perversion. God said, I'll put my spirit on him and he will bring justice to the nation listen to this this is what i love the most and this is a powerful value system we must all embrace the scripture says he will not shout or cry out listen he will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the street a bruise of reed he will not break a, a smod a smoldering wick amen he will not snuff out you know a light that is just very you know very low the, the wick is weak the oil is no longer oil is no longer being supplied to the wick so the light you know you know when 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 the wick of a lamp is about going off no more oil it's just the last little oil left and you see that light going you know it's just just a little little light in that flicker they said jesus will not put it off in other words he allowed things to, to take their course. Ah, help me, Father. Help, help us, Lord. You talk, about, you talk about gentleness establishing justice in the earth. This is totally different from how we understand amen, spiritual you know, a, a weapon, you know, warfare. This is how we, this, this is totally different from how we understand spiritual things. You know, this scripture, you also find it in, 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 in uh, Isaiah chapter, chapter 11. In fact, let, let me go there as I round up. I need to quickly round up this morning. There's so much to talk about, but we've got enough time. We've got enough time. Isaiah, 
has given us a description for 42 has given us a description of the kind of you know a man that God is looking for that will reflect his his glory as the Messiah all right this man this one I'm I'm looking upon him now in Isaiah 40 40 you know excuse me Isaiah 11 it gives us the spirit amen that man is made of and also shows us his concept of operation in verse 3 because of because of time I'm going to quickly go to verse 3 he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes, nor decide by what he hears with his ears. But in righteousness, he will judge the needy. And with justice, he will give decisions to the poor of the earth. Listen to the, to the, next, to the next verse. He will not strike the earth. Excuse me. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips. Amen. He will slay the wicked with the breath of his lips. Have you noticed something here? That all of the description about the position of this dimension of Christ, amen, has nothing to do with human, you know, strength, raise, raising some army, you know, that they, 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 one of the reasons why they, 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 they you know, the they, 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 they Pharisee and the, the people of the day of our Lord Jesus Christ refused Christ as the Messiah is because he didn't come to raise to raise an army. They thought if it's a Messiah, he should be able to challenge the Roman Empire. No, he did the opposite. They said, they said, all right, is it right for us to pay, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, not tight now. It's forgotten now, you know, to Caesar. Do you think, do you think, we, you know, we, 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 we need to contribute, amen, to the development of these things, of the army of Caesar? Jesus said, what is written, what, what, what image do you see, amen, on, you know, on the coin? They say Caesar. He said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. He's showing us a principle here that there's a way to conquer, all right, without, without disrupting. All right? The government that is in place. There's a way, there's a principle of how God removed government. Of how God removed weak, wickedness from the land. But it's not going to be by our own you know, you know, strength. It's not going to be by our own ability. It's not going to be by our own, you know. There's a wisdom that Bible called the wisdom of this world that is soulish, that is selfish. That is sensual. Many a times we want to do spiritual things via our own strength. We want to use our own, our own ability. Jesus said it's not so. And with you it shall not be so. There's a way, amen, the, the, the leadership of this world, amen, expresses authority. They say, but with you it shall not be, it shall not be so. The, 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 the greatest of you shall be the least of all. He showed us principles of the kingdom. And if we want to win, we have to follow those principles. If we want to be successful in 2021, we cannot do that by our own idea. Everything must be laid down and say, God, what would you have me do in this coming year? As you continue to emphasize your kingdom, into the earth. 
how would you have me live my life? Even within the ambience of your kingdom. Show me, teach me, guide me, instruct me. I want to live my life to glorify you. How would you have me build this ministry, this work, this assignment, this business? Show me. Because everything that we are is an extension of the kingdom of God. Everything that we are, everything that we own, amen, belongs to God. So what we do should be an extension of the kingdom of God. Let that be your prayer. Even as we get ready to cross into another year. Remember, crossing into another year, well, it's a calendar year, but that just means that you're, you're getting older biologically. <laughs> so the Lord reminded me yesterday, I'm like, what's the whole use of this crossover, you know, another calendar year? Yes, systems are rechanged, organized, you know, it allows us to know, pro, you know the progression of what we're doing in the earth, all right? But guess what? It's also a time that tells us that we are, we are aging. The earth is aging. So is man aging. But the spirit is being renewed. Hallelujah. So we need to really commit ourselves to the desire, to the demand of God, to the intentions of God. This is the day not to look back, but to rise up, to believe God for great things. To leave childish ways behind. I mean, next year I'm going to be 52. Next year I'm going to, no longer 40. I'm going to be 52. That means I can no longer do things the way I used to do them when I was 40. The things that bothers me, that will cause me to get worried when I was 40, all right, should not be an issue when, when I'm 52. As, as the, as, as, as a new calendar year comes in, you are aging. Think about that. Paul said, when I was a child, I behaved as a child. I talked as a child. I thought as a child. I reasoned as a child. When I became a man, by 2021, you are no longer 20 years old. There is increase and addition to your life. How would it be? Must press further into what matters to God. We must press further into what matters to God. There are people seeking to control this earth. In 2021, they have a plan to reset everything. They call it the Great Reset. Before they even talk about the reset, we've been talking about the reset. Now, they've hijacked that word. They call it the Great Reset. God has outwitted them. God is ahead of them. We are not afraid. We are not shaking. Whatever the counsel of the enemy is to destroy amen, creation, to destroy amen, God's plan, God's purpose, it shall not stand. That is the word of the Lord. It will not stand. Let them know that it shall not stand. It will not prevail. God's will, God's counsel will stand. God's desire for your life, for your home, for your family, Amen. For your for your career, for your you know uh, uh, ministry, for your you know uh, uh, business, whatever it is, it will stand. Believe it. Don't believe, Amen, in the report of the enemy. Don't believe in their lies. Don't agree with them. Don't 
let your belief agree with a man. The contradictions out there. Believe what God says. It's time, friends, to press into the kingdom of God. It's time to align your heart amen, to the speakings of God. Let the truth begin to amen, set you free as you know it. Only the truth you open your heart to know will set you free. You cannot choose. You cannot decide, no, that one, I don't want it. That's the one I want. No, you're going to find yourself living in bondage. You will still be living in, in 2019. Or you still believe it, in fact, in 1990, in, in, in 2021. Why? Because you have not migrated in your mindset. You have refused to migrate, amen, in your thought pattern. You have refused to advance, amen. You have refused to mature. Friends, as we grow in age, we should also be growing, amen, in our concept of wisdom, knowledge, understanding the things of God. Remember, the Bible said in, in Ephesians chapter 4, amen, until we come to the fullness of Christ. I mean, it means that we, we ought to be growing. Are we growing? Are we growing? Are we pressing in from the day of John the Baptist until now? They said the kingdom of God, amen. Men are pressing into it. Are you pressing into it or are you going back? Ask yourself. This is not the time to, to deceive ourselves. This is not the time to lie to ourselves. This is the time to say, Lord, I want to grow. I want to develop. I want to mature. I want to come to the place of your good intention for my life. I want to come to the place. I want to fully embrace. What is it going to cost you to embrace all of God's desire and counsel? That's what we preach. That's what we stand for. We have nothing else to declare than to encourage people to know how to embrace God's intention for their life, to embrace God's desire for their life, so that all of the things that God, amen, will have them carry out, is carried out, unsolicited. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing shall be added to you. Today is the reversal. We seek every other thing, the righteousness of God, and then the kingdom of God. Sorry, it's not going to work. Let us not get to the point where we, we're going to be frustrated because we are pursuing the wrong thing. It's time that we lay aside the distractions. Wherever that distraction is coming from, from whoever, it's time to cut it off. Like I said, in this coming season, I don't have time. I don't, excuse me, I don't have no time, amen, for playing around. Like they call it, I don't have time for drama. We want to press. We want to press. One more scripture that I, sh I would have loved to read, but because of time, we'll leave it for next year. <laughs> Can you see? We'll leave it for next year. Because of, you know, the bad network that we always experience in the evening, I'm not sure if we're able to do another one to, uh, this evening. I would have loved to do, you know, another session this evening. But I'm not sure we'll be able to do that because the network is always terrible in the evening. We're believing God for something better, a more faster speed, right, next year. Whatever it's going to cost us, we have to because it's, it's really hindering our advancement, particularly our brethren who are in America. You know, the best time to reach, to be able to reach them, to connect to us, you know, is in the evening. Because then, then that's the time they, that they it's okay for them, all right, to relate. So we believe in God for great things. Please continue to pray for us. 
But before I go, once again, I really want to say thank you so very much all right, to everyone who has contributed, not just financially, but in your prayer. I know there are, I know there are people out there who are lifting me up in prayer. All right, because there are days, there are times, sometimes you just feel, Lord, I need strength. I need grace to continue to journey and carry this thing. And I know there are people out there praying, even if it's just a word, an expression. Thank you, Father, for Isaiah Philip's life. Thank you for using him. You know, it, it occurred to me, it was yesterday and even this morning, that certain men of God depends on what we say to give them perspective. Not like they wait on my message to preach, but when they see you stand, it gives them hope to stand. So, I thank God for that. That God will continue to keep us so that we can keep each other standing and encourage, and encourage each other. So, continue to pray for me. I need all the prayer. I need all the support. Amen. See what you can do for the advancement of the purpose of God. Amen. If this ministry has been a blessing to you, why don't you think of, amen, being a blessing regularly, amen, to this work? Why don't you, you know, show your bowels of love and mercy, amen? Why don't you, amen, show graciousness to us? Because indeed, we want to do more in this coming year. The kingdom of God, amen, is forcefully advancing. Only forceful men will lay hold of it. The kingdom of God, amen, is coming, is coming closer to us and we are going out to meet him, to meet that kingdom. And we, we do that, amen, through resource, through, you know, platforms like this. We believe God for great things, hallelujah. So thank you again. Thank you for your standing with us, your prayer, your, your encouragement, you know, your commitment. May the Lord continue to replenish you. May he continue to bless your household. May he continue to bless your water and bread. May he continue to lift you up. May he continue to empower you. May his vision for your life continue to get even clearer. Amen. May your spirit continue to desire more of God. You say to yourself, I want more of these things that I'm hearing. I am not satisfied. Give me a child or I die. That is honor. Let that be, amen, your, your, your desire, your intention. And of course, you know, one of the scriptures that we've been looking into is uh, uh, Joshua chapter, you know, chapter, chapter 14. I, I wish I can read that scripture. Let's see if I can quickly read that scripture because this is a core scripture, all right? Joshua chapter 14, one of the scripture we're taking into 2021, all right? Joshua chapter 14. Thank you, Father. Oh, hallelujah. Verse 10 says, Now then, just as the Lord promised, this is Caleb proclaiming, Now then, just as the Lord promised, He has kept me alive 40 years since the time He said to Moses, while amen, Israel moved about in the desert. So, so, here I am today, 40 years ago, I was promised this thing. Caleb said, So, I am here today, 85 years old. I am still, amen, I am still as strong today as the day Moses sent me out. I am just as vigorous to go out to battle, amen, just as I was then. What a scripture. What, what, what a man. What, what a capacity of life. 80 years later, 40 years added, I am still strong, vigorous to go to war just as I was then. May the keeping power of God keep you. 
May the keeping grace of God keep you. May God keeping strength keep your life, keep your home, keep your family, your ministry, whatever it is that heaven has committed into your hand, whatever it is that you're believing God to possess, may God continue to uphold you as you keep his word, amen, intact in your heart. 40 years ago, I'm still as strong, vigorous as I was then today. My vision has not changed. Where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. You're not going to cast off restraint. He will continue to strengthen your vision. He will continue to empower you. May the Lord continue to strengthen every area of your life. May this day be a day of renewal, a day of reclothing, a day of peace and joy and rest. Thank you once again, everyone, for joining us. Really appreciate your connection this morning. May the Spirit of God continue to bless you and uphold you. May He continue to perfect His will in your life. Until I see you again, continue to remain one who is pressing into the kingdom. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.